Hi everyone, welcome back to Sunday School. Students, for today's lesson, you will need your Bible. Lesson sheet number six, it should look like this, and a pen or a pencil. Please open your Bibles to Luke chapter two while I have a word with our parents. Parents, today's lesson studies the birth of Jesus. We will ask the question, how did God reveal the gift of his son to the world? The truth of our lesson is that angels and shepherds praised God for sending the Savior and told others about his birth. God reveals that Jesus is the Savior of all people in his word, the Bible. Our response is to praise God for sending the Savior and gladly tell others about him. The at-home activity at the end of the lesson asks you and your student to create a Christmas card that tells others about Jesus' birth. Students, let's open our lesson with prayer. Dear Holy Spirit, today as we study your word, create in us a stronger faith so that we may tell others the good news that Jesus is our Savior. Amen. Can you always tell what is in a package by the shape or the look of a package? It can be fun to guess what is in a gift, but we can't always tell what's inside. Look at these here. A gift that is beautifully wrapped might turn out to be disappointing. It's empty. But a gift that is in a plain, unattractive package, that might turn out to be something very special. It's a nativity set. We have Joseph and Mary, an angel, a shepherd, some sheep, and baby Jesus in the manger. When Jesus came to earth, it wasn't obvious that he was the promised savior just by looking at him. Jesus came into the world in a very humble way. Jesus looked like any other newborn baby. In our lesson today, we will study God's word to answer the question, how did God reveal the gift of his son to the world? Our lesson is from Luke chapter two, verses one through 20. Let's read this together. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Okay, let's start at the top of page 22 with God's Word 1. Question 1. Read the Old Testament promise of the Messiah in Micah 5 verse 2. In the Old Testament, there are many promises or prophecies that told of the coming Messiah. The verse in Micah is one of them. It says, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, although you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. So in that passage we just read, what had God promised? Yes, he had promised that the Savior would come from the town of Bethlehem and the tribe of Judah. Question two. On the map, locate and label the city Joseph and Mary were from and the city where God promised the Savior would be born. Then draw a line with an arrow representing the trip that Mary and Joseph took. So Mary and Joseph were from the town of Nazareth, and they needed to travel to the town of Bethlehem. Nazareth is the northernmost town, and Bethlehem is the southern town. So put Nazareth by the top black dot and write Bethlehem by the bottom black dot, and then your arrow should be pointing down. And by the way, that trip that they had to make from Nazareth to Bethlehem was about 90 miles. Question three, circle the promises God fulfilled in Luke 2, 1 to 7. The first one, Mary was expecting a baby, God's son. Yes. God fulfilled that promise, so circle that one. Next one, Mary rode on a donkey. 
Well, the Bible does not say that Mary rode on a donkey, so let's not circle that one. The next one, God made sure his son was born in Bethlehem. Yes, circle that. The next one, the Savior came down from heaven as a tiny baby. Yes, circle that one. And the last one, Mary's son was born in a palace. No, that wasn't true. Jesus was born in a manger in a stable. So let's not circle that one. So our key point for section one, how did God use the way that Jesus was born to reveal that he is the savior? By perfectly fulfilling his promises about the savior's birth, God showed that Jesus is the promised Savior. God's word today won. What it really means. Have you ever given serious thought to what Jesus' birth really means to you? Think about it as you finish the following sentences. Our sentence is, if God hadn't fulfilled his promises by sending the Savior into the world, I would what? I'm going to have you pause the video now and think about how you can finish these three sentences. Write down your answers and come back when you are done. Welcome back. How did you finish the sentences? Here are some ways that I finished them. So, if God hadn't fulfilled his promises by sending the Savior into the world, I would not know who Jesus was. That seems kind of obvious. But then I would have a hopeless life. And then I would not go to heaven when I die. Now, on the next two sentences, go and find two family members. Write their names on the short blank and write down how they finish the sentence. You can go ahead and do this after we've finished our lesson for today. God's Word 2. Question 4. One night, while shepherds were in the field with their sheep, an angel appeared to them. List five important words from the angel's message here. So what you need to do is reread the verses from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14, and write down five important words. Then, next to each important word, write down a word that is a synonym of that word a word that means the same thing. Then take those synonym words and put the angel's message in a new sentence using those words. Pause the video now, complete these steps, and come back when you are done. Welcome back. What words did you choose? Let's go over to the whiteboard and look at some possible answers. Our important words that I chose were good news, joy, 
Savior, Messiah, and Peace. The synonyms that I chose for these words were Gospel, Happy, and Rejoice, Jesus, Jesus, and Comfort. And the new sentence that I wrote was, Do not be afraid. I bring you the gospel message that will give great happiness and rejoicing for all people. Today, in the town of David, Jesus has been born to you. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, comfort to those on whom his favor rests. Question 5. In these next verses, we see examples of outreach and worship. Let's complete the following sentences. Verse 11 says, Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This is a good example of outreach because... The angel was telling the shepherds about the newborn Savior. Verse 14 says, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. This verse is a good example of worship because the angels were joining together to sing God's praises and give him glory. Let's turn to the top of page 23 for our key point for section two. Whom did God use to reveal the Savior's birth to the shepherds? The angels praised God and proclaimed the good news of the Savior's birth to the shepherds. God's word today too. Angelic example. The angels praised God and told the shepherds the good news of Jesus' birth. Write some specific ways that we can follow the angels' example. Well, just as the angels sang praises to God, we can sing hymns or sing in the choir at church. Just as the angels told the message of Jesus, we can tell somebody about Jesus. And just as the angel's message encouraged the shepherds to visit baby Jesus, we can invite someone to church. We could read and memorize Bible passages and then encourage someone with those promises from God's word. What examples did you come up with? God's word three, question six. How did the shepherds respond after hearing the angel's message and the heavenly hosts praising God? Let's complete these sentences together. They believed the angel's message was from God. They believed the message was true. They went to Bethlehem right away to see the newborn Savior. Question seven. After they found everything just as the angel had said, they knew that baby Jesus was the Savior. How did the shepherds react after seeing Jesus in the manger? 
Well, our first hint is others. Yes, in verse 17, it says they told others about the Savior. What's another way? Your hint is God. Yes, in verse 20, they glorified and praised God. So our key point for section three, what did the shepherds do after they saw the Savior? The shepherds praised God and told others the good news about the Savior's birth. God's Word Today 3. Let's read a conversation between two shepherds. Shepherd 1. Wow, seeing that baby was amazing. But what do we do now? Shepherd 2. I don't know exactly, but I think we need to praise God for sending us a Savior. Yeah, I also want to tell my wife and kids about everything that has happened. That's a good idea. I'm going to tell my parents and neighbors. Now, fill in this conversation. Your friend says, I really like that Christmas service. It made me feel so excited. I just want to do something. Wow, your friend who just heard the message of Jesus' birth is so happy and excited, just as the shepherds were. What would you tell your friend? that you could do. Look for clues in what the shepherds did the night that Jesus was born. You could say something like this. Well, I think we could thank God for sending a savior. We could tell others about the service and about Jesus. Or we could give out Christmas cards with Bible passages on them from Luke chapter two. That's our story for today. This reminds me of one of our memory treasure passages for today. It is from Acts chapter 4, verse 20. In this passage, two of Jesus' apostles tell how excited they are to share the message of Jesus. The passage says, As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. They sound just like the shepherds. Let's turn to page 24 at the top and review what we've learned today. The aim of our lesson, how did God reveal the gift of his son to the world? The truth of our lesson, the angels and the shepherds praised God for sending the Savior and told others about his birth. The application, in his word, God reveals that Jesus is the Savior of all people. Our response, we praise God for sending the Savior and gladly tell others about him. Let's go down to the yellow section, the memory treasure section of our lesson. There you will find three memory verses. Please look these up in your Bible and write them down in the spaces provided. You can also read through the second article of the Apostles' Creed. And your memory treasure exercise for today is a fill in the blank using one of the memory treasure verses. 
Your at-home activity this week asks you to create a Christmas card with your family to give to friends and relatives that don't know about Jesus or believe that he is their savior. There are so many things that appear different on the outside than they are on the inside. Remember the gifts we unwrapped? Jesus' birth even appeared misleading. People could look at how Jesus was born and assume that he was nobody important, even though he's our Savior and our Lord. People of this world often try to make the Bible seem unimportant, incorrect, or even false. But this book is to be treasured. In the Bible, we learn how God sent us Jesus, our Savior, who came to save us from all our sins by dying on the cross so that one day we can live together with him and all believers in heaven. Jesus is definitely the best and most important gift of Christmas. Let's close with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for sending the most precious gift ever in such a humble way. Help us share the good news of Jesus with others at every opportunity. Amen. I wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Until next time, have a great week. Bye-bye.